92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where this rubble and doctors will be pushing it up. Somebody say. Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're Good about Friday. Christian, um, but the market's closed for Good Friday, and like things are winding down for Good Friday. And do people treat this as a holiday, Jeffrey? Uh, isn't usually. I mean, I feel like the Easter weekend is usually a holiday. Is it usually a holiday? Unless you go to a Christian school that doesn't believe in giving. Good Friday off because you're supposed to worship the Lord the same every single day. Um, that's a good Protestant mm-hmm. with that work. Oh, yeah. My dad would approve of mm-hmm. that, by the way. My dad would approve of that. His his one of the uh one of the the prayers that he liked the best was Dear Lord, give me give me life. Till my work is over and work till my life is done. So basically he wanted to be working the day he died. <laughs> he lived that, mm-hmm. give, me, give me life so he could do his work. Correct. He wanted enough life to do the work. And he wanted enough work so he could, it carried him all the way through his life. How about I, that? That's, that's, that sounds about right. That's, that's Dan yeah. right there. Um, all right. Today on the show, well, yesterday got a little got a little uh, chaotic given the events uh, and I apologize to Kevin Cerrito and to all of you out there who plan your lives around writer than right trivia uh, uh, Fishman today asked me he said did Jeffrey win I thought he meant your pool I didn't know what he was talking about but then mm. he said yeah right. we wanted to know if you he wasn't able to listen yesterday and so uh, we didn't have writer than right trivia because we had the breaking news from the Washington Post we'll get to that I'm uh, just sorry to all the listeners that go to Kevin's trivia events that he can get a free That's question. That's what I'm sorry about. There was someone, there was someone at the last. They went on a level playing field. Who? That's unfortunate. How dare well, they? If you listen to Writer Than Write Trivia, one of the questions at Kevin Cerrito's many uh, trivia. Where was this one? Hampline? Where is it? Is that where they do it? Where was this one? Um, they 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 use a question from the Writer Than Write Trivia episode on Thursdays, and they use that. When you're winning actual valuable prizes in the taverns and uh, other restaurants around town, and so I feel bad for those people. Yes, who had to. Yes, last night you were correct. Hampline, look at you on a on a on a level on a level playing field. Anyway, uh, Jason Smith's going to join us in the next segment. Chris Harrington. After that, uh, we do have a lot to get to. One of the things. Um, I gotta say. Easter. Now, obviously, as a as a Christian holiday, mm-hmm. it's kind of the essence of the thing, right? Like, yes, I like, agree. It's the point. Yeah, it's the point. Like we are the Easter people. That's Correct. what they say, right? So Easter is like I'm not going to. do So uh, the, everything that follows from my the, what, what what my the discussion that I'm about to embark on has nothing to do with any of that. It's okay. the point, right? It's the point. 
Like it's it's yeah. It's, I think Easter's more important it's the than Christmas. That's right. It yeah. is more important. Lots of lots of lots of people are born. Not the virgin birth thing. That's a right. that's a wrinkle. Uh, but but the whole point of the, the story, whole idea is yes. the resurrection and all that stuff, right? So, having said that, I think Easter's terrible holiday. <laughs> As holidays go, terrible holiday. Well, it does stink that it's on a Sunday. Because eh, you don't get that extra day. Oh, because you don't, you don't get an extra. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes you get Good Friday. You get Good Friday. So sometimes not in Pepperdine. But 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 let's be honest. If you're comparing it against the big three in the Christian tradition, anyway, the big three, you got Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving you got gluttony and football. Come on, man. And napping. Seriously? What? And napping. And, and napping. Correct. Right, because I mean, of the gluttony on, of right. football, yes. Christmas, you got presents for God's sakes, right? You got yeah, presents. You also have to get presents. What? You also have to buy presents. That's true, but still, you got you got the tree. You got I mean, you got Christmas joy. You have like you got the the the, the wonder of 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 presents under the tree. Mm-hmm. And normally, there's some pretty good gluttony there too, right? Some. Like lots of Christmas. I mean, cooking. let's let's just be real. The week of Thanksgiving through the end of the through the end of the calendar year, like that's just gluttony, right? And by comparison, lean ham, ham. Yeah, I mean ham. Like if you're gonna put if you're gonna put your foods up against one another, you got ham. Like at least okay. Some people don't love turkey on 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 Thanksgiving. I get that, but but. There's nothing with Thanksgiving. It's not like it's just the turkey. Right. It's you get the pie. Correct. It's you know, the mashed potatoes. You get the whatever it is it's, you like. It's the you dressing. Get you tell me right now what is what is integral to the Easter feast besides ham, which is the nastiest. And listen, I get a good uh, a good honey baked ham is good. You know why it's good. The honey baked. Because you just put sugar yeah, on bra- the damn there's brown, thing. There's like, brown whatever. sugar layering Take the bad boy. Take my shoe yes. and, and uh-huh. slather it with, with, exactly. with sugar. It might be a little tastier than it is otherwise. You could take a freaking cabbage and put put uh, sugar all over it. and you well, know. I mean, look what we're doing with Brussels sprouts <laughs> now. Look, look, look to the uh, small mm-hmm. cabbages. Yeah. What are we doing with them? We're saying, you know. These Can I interest that, you in some bacon so fat? Let's put How some, about some sugar? Let's put some bacon on there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what you're basically doing with your ham. Nice you're saying maple glaze this ham yeah. is, is uh, whatever. It's 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 ham. Mm-hmm. It's and then what you do with it is you is you put sugar all over Correct. it. The thicker the glaze, and let's be honest, the only pieces that are good are the one that are heavy with glaze. Correct. And then if you if you happen to like pull off the one that doesn't, or maybe the glaze falls off, like that just ruins and you your just day. get the inter- yeah. and you get Ugh. the internal piece of the ham. It's terrible. It's a ham is just like it's it's pathetic. And what else is there? I was thinking about it. What so so here is some other like I I looked up foods that you would uh, I, I foods that a poll I want to rank your Easter. I thought maybe someone had done a poll once on Easter foods. There are none. You know you know what there is. There's, the only other thing I can think of is deviled eggs, right? Deviled eggs and deviled eggs are good if done well. I think the problem with deviled eggs is people get a little too fancy with them. Yeah, good deviled eggs, awesome. Also, they're not good if they get too warm. Yeah, the like temperature get, like, has to matter too. Uh, but I mean, you can get some ones that are disgusting. But like, there's no. Pie. I, I saw pie was on the list of poll things. I don't associate a pie with Easter, do you? No, I just think it's a meal. So don't we just have dessert? So, so there is some yeah, dessert, but there's, there's no particular no, I'm with dessert. You. The when I was growing up, there's no standard. There's no standard Easter dessert. When I was growing up, we had. Have you ever heard of hot cross buns? Hot cross buns. I'm not. No, I don't know where. Look, Google it. Google hot cross. Hot cross. See, like, like the, like, like the Lord. Mm-hmm. Buns. Oh, those kind of look like Bowberry biscuits. What does it say about a hot cross bun? Uh, a hot cross bun is a uh, spiced bun, usually made with fruit, marked with a cross on the top, mm-hmm. which has been traditionally eaten on Good Friday in the United Kingdom. Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. It didn't seem to get to the south. Like I don't. If you go to grocery stores in the north and you and on leading up to Easter, you get hot. We ate hot cross buns. Now hot cross buns are, you know, the, the spiced fruit. You know what that is? It's like turning a bun into a fruit cake. Like it's it's not as laden with fruit as a fruit cake is, but it's got some spiced some raisins in it and stuff. 
And yeah, uh, this seems to and be. And then it has not enough frosting on it because let's be honest. Yeah, there's never enough. It, it's, <laughs> yes, but the, also the cr- frosting's in the shape of a cross, mm-hmm. which leaves all those squares Correct. in there's between. A lot, there's there's no a lot frosting. of open space. There's too much open space yeah. in a high cross bun. Yeah. Like that's an Easter food if you're from my part of the world. Uh, deviled eggs. Potatoes, I guess, like whatever, our macaroni and you get a macaroni and cheese any day, though. It's not, I, I don't think there's anything else except for candy. Right. Candy. It is a big candy holiday. It's a big candy holiday, but it's obviously not like the biggest candy holiday. And there's more effort in this candy. You got to work for the yeah. candy. Well, honestly, the, the worst part of the, uh, of the Easter egg hunt, all of that thing. And even as traditions, if you're going to line up and compare the activities, right? So the activities on Easter, uh, activities on Thanksgiving, lie on the couch. That's yes, the activity, obviously. right? Okay, or play if you want to go play football in the front yard, whatever, and then lie don't, on the couch. Don't don't waste too much energy. Uh, you've got to you've got to Christmas. You've got to load up and Christmas, watch football. The activity is watch your kids be joyful, right? Like that's what watch your kids be joyful. Yes, and be sleep deprived. And uh, Easter, the activity is. Going to church. Now, I like a good sermon. I like David Powers, my minister at uh, at, at Idlewild. I will go to Easter. I, I love singing Jesus Christ is Risen Today. I sing loudly. I sing the hymns loudly. Uh, and that's one of my favorite hymns. Great. But if you're talking about the activities, it's going to church and doing an Easter egg hunt, which is it's okay, but honestly, if you're a parent and you got to load up those little plastic eggs and stuff like that, it's kind of I was going to say, watching an, in the watching an Easter egg hunt is just miserable. And then there's, here's the problem. There's also competition. If you, Here's the thing. If you, when you go to, I know we're not supposed to like participation trophies in this country, mm-hmm. right? Or any country. But if you are, are, are participating in Halloween, all you got to do is go to the door and they give you candy. You don't got to beat someone else to the door. You don't got to race to the door to beat the person next to you to the door because there's only one piece of candy. Whereas on an Easter egg hunt, that's what's happening. It's a competitive venture. And so if you're not the fastest, you're not going to get the most candy. Whereas... Oh, they... Aaliyah wrote in one that we're, we're missing. Okay. Carrot cake. I don't have, think that's... You have the bunny... Oh, no, that's definitely an Easter thing. I don't like well, carrot cake. Well, there are people but... who... There, there are cakes that are shaped in the... I was uh, uh, talking to a friend on the way in who said a pound cake. They had a pound cake shaped like a bunny. I've never, I'll be honest, I've been alive for, I'm 61. I've never had a, a carrot cake shaped like a bunny. Mm. So it's not that widespread. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if I've seen one. I'm with you. I got. Well, you said that she. That you, no, but she's saying carrot cake in general is an Easter thing. And I'm making the argument. It? Yes, it is. It definitely in the South, carrot cake is definitely an Easter dessert. But I think it's not in the How shape of a it bunny. Like, it's the fact that bunnies it, eat carrots. Like that's kind of the the clever. Uh, anyway, I think uh, my I problem think, is also though not Easter egg hunt is a lot of work. Plus, you wear new uncomfortable clothes. You have to wear these new clothes. No, that's not true. You get to maybe bust a, out seersucker for the first time. Maybe a bar. Okay, you, is that that's a yes? He has risen. I think it's a wildly overrated holiday. The problem except is, except for the fact that, uh, except for the fact that, of course, it is the central holiday, and we are the Easter people. And from that perspective, it gives me great hope. But uh, see, my pro- that, my problem with the church activity is not the act of going to church; it's the fact that everybody that else would, is going to church. <laughs> I'm, a, can't, I'm a I'm a regular participant. Way early. <laughs> yes, no, parking's always a, a disaster. Yeah, and then a, you make a good point. Everyone always does the too many. Everyone's people at either either your mother or your wife, whoever. It's like good is it's, insistent it's, on getting there it's early. Like, it's and like it screws Friday, everything it's like up. Black Friday yes. only church version. Exactly. Because Christmas still has like that's the other thing. At least with Christmas, we're smart. We go the day before Christmas. You know, we go Christmas Eve service. Oh, that no, you're exactly like, right. That's the, the big, thing about Christmas church is with all, again with all due respect. Yeah, it's it's the center of everything, of course. Mm-hmm. But at least we get it out of the way on Christmas Eve. Yes. Right? And then you, it's done. Yes. Um, uh, here's a poll for you, and I'll, I'll wrap this up. America's favorite Easter candies. There are, uh, this is uh, sold via Instacart for Easter. This is the top 10 seasonal candies sold 
It, this takes. I, I don't even need them in order. I just need to see how many you can get without missing. These are seasonal, so they're specific to Easter. Cadbury eggs. Cadbury egg is number five. Cadbury Easter cream egg is number five. There's one that's the nasty uh, Easter peeps. Easter peeps. Yes, thank you. Peeps is peeps. Didn't yellow some marsh- hero do a study this week that found out peeps includes poison? Like if we can just get them off the planet, peeps, I'm yellow in. marshmallow chicks number eight. Oh, it's been suggested to me that lamb. Oh yeah, lamb is delicious. Oh no, the lamb was the. I'm sorry, the pound cake was shaped like a lamb, not a bunny. Mmm. Lamb is it? Is that an Easter deal? I mean, lamb I, is good. The, you know, lamb, the lamb is better is than slaughtered. ham. If you feel bad for that little freaking lamb. lamb okay, anyway, carry on. Lamb is better than ham, but lamb is also very difficult to cook. Like I don't trust lamb with anyone. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. You don't want lamb to tape too yeah, sheepy. Can be yeah. a, it can be a little sheepy. Yeah. Um, okay. So you so far you've got two. Uh, there has to be. We're American. There has to be some Reese's. Okay, but what you, you know what the Reese's is? What is it? It's a well, little. There's like a Reese's egg. That's like the, it. Yeah. That's it. It's the Reese's I egg. I didn't know the, what the name of it was. It's a Reese's, but descriptive is enough. Reese's peanut okay. butter egg is the. In fact, you're exactly right. It is the number one. Easter there we go. candy, God, as well it. it should be. Love that America. should restore your faith uh, in in all of us. Uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs is number one. The Cadbury egg is five, and the Peeps yellow marshmallow chicks is eight. Who the hell made? Like I was trying to think. Like obviously the chocolate bunny is a signature item. Yeah, at we'll Easter, give, but I'll like give you that one, the, the lint hollow milk chocolate oh, bunny. Lint, huh. Shout the out Switzerland. And then there's a whole separate question of whether. If you are presented with a chocolate bunny that you're going to eat, mm-hmm. is there a way to eat the chocolate bunny? I always start a ear. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the question. Do you ears first? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, do you break off, break, break off the ears oh, yeah. and eat the ears first? All right, so now you've got one, four, five, and eight. If you can get one more, I'll, con- I'll, con- I'll, I'll say it's a triumphant. I'll say it's a triumphant. Jelly beans. Jelly beans. I'll get, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we'll call them Starburst jelly beans. Here's mm. the order. Uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs is one. Kinder chocolate candy egg with a surprising toy in, surprise toy inside is two. Starburst, 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 Starburst Easter jelly beans, three. I like a jelly bean. Not a black jelly bean, but otherwise Ugh. I like a jelly bean. <laughs> Lint hollow milk chocolate bunny is four. Cadbury Easter cream egg is five. Hershey milk chocolate candy eggs, six. Hershey kisses milk chocolate. I don't know why they're Easter, but whatever. Seven. Uh, Peeps yellow marshmallow chicks, eight. M&M's Easter milk chocolate candy. Didn't know there was such a thing. Nine. And Brock's jelly bird eggs, number Wait, 10. M&M's is making like a bar? M&M's makes, no, it seems, it seems like it's an M&M. Milk chocolate candy. Oh, it seems oh, like Easter, an Easter. Oh, it's the color. Colored. The colors yeah. are different. Okay, my mom used to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, do, so, yeah. Is, do we count? Do we? Are we giving the masters to Easter? No, because it's not. It's not it, this is just a anomaly. Yeah. Like, it, it, ha- it's, I, it happens a bunch because I've been. I've it happened many an Easter yeah. at the masters. Yeah. Eating a chicken sandwich. All right. Anyway. Well, I think, hey, I heard, I heard. I think they raised the prices on those. On the, they, they, on the they chicken did sandwich. Poor, poor saps. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Inflation's real. Uh, I mentioned Jason Smith's going to be in here next, Chris Harrington uh, after that. Um, I'm not going to go on about this too long, but uh, the expulsion from the Tennessee House yesterday of Justin Pearson and Justin Jones is shameful. Um, to be clear, he, here is why people have been before expelled. David Byrd, uh, I mean, Jeremy, Jer- Jerry, Jeremy Durham for sexual misconduct versus 22 women in 2016. Seems like a reason to expel someone, yeah. doesn't it, Jeffrey? Yeah. Sexual misconduct. That one feels earned. Versus 22. Katrina Robinson, after a long involved process, but guilty of federal fraud, right? Yeah, federal felony. That, that seems like a reason to yeah. expel someone. Here's what they did. In the wake of... Children being slaughtered in Nashville because uh, the, because the Republican House did not want to discuss 
anything having to do with uh, gun regulations. They led a peaceful protest on the floor of the House. Doesn't seem like sexual misconduct against 22 women. They had megaphones. That's evidently the big thing that was awful. They did it with megaphones. Um, Gloria Johnson, who was not expelled. By the way, the two who are expelled were black. She's white. She didn't have a megaphone. So it's really the megaphone that's the key, evidently. Can't be speaking with a megaphone on the House floor. And... um, And, uh, and they used a megaphone because the microphones were shut off. Otherwise, he would have used a microphone. Um, was it a uh, violation of House decorum? Absolutely. 100%. And to the extent that those who expelled uh, them wanted to, uh, to point out that they had violated House decorum, that's the actual accusation, decorum. It's a decorum violation, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that's true. And if they had wanted to, uh, punish them for violating house decorum, like state legislatures, legislators have ways to participate in, in different things and do debate and govern and whatnot. And, and it's not their job to be up there leading protests in the, on the, on the house floor. And if they wanted to discipline them for that, uh, that would seem understandable. Even if, honestly, here's the truth. They're outraged that no one does anything about the slaughter of children. Seems like a reasonable thing to be outraged about. Right? It seems like a reasonable thing to be outraged about. It was not in any way an insurrection. It wasn't violent. There was no one arrested. There was no trespass. To compare it against January 6th is just complete freaking lunacy. It was, in fact, a peaceful protest. And if January 6th had remained a peaceful protest, we wouldn't be talking about January 6th. We wouldn't even know the date January 6th if it had been a peaceful protest. It wasn't. People died. People were arrested. People have been prosecuted. This was, in fact... A peaceful protest. And by the way, they were leading the protest led by school kids, students, young people. And they get expelled. They were voted into the House by the citizenry who they represent. And it's just like it, it is unprecedented for to be expelled by this sort for this sort of thing. And the state is a joke right now. You just look around the country and people are like, what in the hell are they doing down there in Tennessee? What in the hell are they doing down there in Tennessee? It's a joke. They're being, they were expelled because they spoke through a megaphone. That's it. That's it. And it's shameful. Um, but it's where we are. It's where we are right now. And uh, uh, listen, it, it, you, you can't, when, 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 when there are people, when there are kids slaughtered, you can't do anything because it's just thoughts and prayers, baby. Just thoughts and prayers. But when people, someone talks through a microphone, damn it, it's time to act. just shameful and embarrassing honestly it's shameful and it's embarrassing had there been an insurrection it would have been appropriate uh it was no insurrection so uh there you go i wanted to say my piece about that grizzlies play uh grizzlies gonna wrap up the two seed tonight jeffrey indeed i think they are jeff this this, uh, this is line, the one. This, this is lineup, the one. This lineup for the Bucks is special tonight. Uh, we have, <laughs> we have, as we pointed out the other day, the uh, the uh, the Bucks had already clinched the number one seed in the East, and so it seemed unlikely that they would be uh, playing their stoutest lineup against the Grizzlies. Uh, the Grizzlies, by the way, 
if they don't win tonight, Sunday they'll be playing an Oklahoma City team that we now know if Oklahoma City beats the Grizzlies Sunday, they will 100% be in the play-in. Correct. They have the tiebreaker over Dallas. They have the tiebreaker over Dallas. And so they're going to be playing literally for their playoff lives. If they win, they're in the play-in. Do they care? I think the the, play, the organization and the players care. And by the way, it doesn't even screw up your draft pick because all you got to do is lose, lose the playing yeah. game and you're still like in the lottery. So um, I think they care. And um, and I think the Grizzlies would like to rest people. Oh, yes, 100%. Sunday, right? I think, they would, I think they'd love like to. Like you come, if, yep. if you want to see uh, some of the uh, less played Grizzlies, they just got to win tonight and, uh, and Sunday should be carrot cake for them, right? Should be easy. Indeed. Um, tonight, the Bucks team that we'll be facing will not include what players, Jeffrey? Uh, Jeff, Brooke Lopez, out. Uh, Marquise Bolden, out. Pat Connaughton, out. Giannis Antetokounmpo, out. Grayson Allen, out. <laughs> Chris Middleton, out. Drew Holiday, out. DeAndre Bimbry, yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of Grizzlies flair. Uh, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the Grizzlies, by the way, Santi Aldama is doubtful. Correct. And then, of course, Steven Adams out. Don't know when we're going to hear about him. Brandon Clark out, yep. of course. Laravia out. Zaire Williams yep. out. That's the Grizzlies injury report. There's a lot of Grizzlies flair to uh, the Bucks tonight. Uh, including? According to Beck UL, the projected starting point guard tonight, Javon Carter. Also, uh, projected starting four tonight, the small four, Jay Crowder. <laughs> I, I'm also on the uh, the Bucks are sleeper cell for the Grizzlies. Uh, Boonholzer uh, do, do his uh, guy solid. Uh, so that's happening tonight. We will know more uh, about the Grizzlies as they should win tonight. The uh, We were interrupted yesterday by this story from the Washington Post. And uh, we... I was just reacting to it on the fly yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it was like a 25-minute read. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The, the last segment yesterday was me fundamentally reading from Correct. the piece out loud. Right. It was the library channel with me reading from the piece out loud. I do have a piece. I really struggled yesterday when I went home all day yesterday, uh, up till midnight, and then again this morning with what to write or say about it otherwise. Um, don't you think, by the way, that fundamentally Memphians are sick of it? Yes, 100%. And, and it's not just the finger in the ears, I don't want to hear more bad things about Ja, although there is an element of that. If there, were, if there had been a new incident, right? Yeah. By the way, Ja had also been down... Uh, sh- Shooting at cars on the new bridge or whatever, right? Like that. Yeah. Well, that that we would that, that let let's hear it. Bring the new thing. Correct. Whatever the new thing is, bring the new thing. But to go over the uh, unseemly, and by the way, they really were unseemly details of um of of the stories we already knew. Again, and I'm not discrediting the reporting because the report there were some valuable valuable details in the reporting and so like that's fine um but i think memphians are fundamentally sick of it but then i was the reason i'm really of two minds is the stuff is clearly lousy that he did it really is crap what he did if as alleged like the story about the guy at the shoe store which we read yesterday, the finish line, who was hiding in the back while Ja was saying, I'm going to wait for him, you know, cruising around the store, yelling for him, who's, where's the short guy with the dreads, I'm going to wait for you and basically beat the hell out of you. That's appalling behavior. Yeah. Appalling behavior. And so under no circumstances would I condone it, should I condone it, any of that. Like, of course not. And it is particularly when Ja is denying the sum and substance of these things, saying that it's all lies, that everything except for the Denver thing was all lies. Mm-hmm. Eh, I, I'm glad the details came out. Having said that, the whole theory about 
the whole theme, which was the theme of the story yesterday, that there's some great conspiracy here to protect John Morant and some miscarriage of justice because the police didn't go after him higher, harder for these events. I, I, as I thought about it, if the Memphis police had invested substantial resources in investigating these incidents with John Morant, I would have questioned their priorities. We, we live in a town where 44 cars are stolen every single freaking day. Every single freaking day. Just try, try, see what happens when your car gets stolen today. See how, how, how the cops are going to be right on that. They're going to get the car back by noon, I'm sure. No, mm-hmm. they just tell you to take a number. Yeah, no, and you, you pray to get, like, I don't even know, like, the odds of even getting your car back, I bet, are, what, one in four yeah, well, at we've best? Got, we've got, yeah. We have the clearance rate on crimes, reported crimes in Memphis last year was about 20%, which means 80% just unsolved, hanging open in the out there. And so I want them to be, to be, to be investing resources in a basketball fight. That's what this was, a basketball fight. And so it's some freaking, <laughs> and that was the worst incident in, in terms of the criminal aspects to it. Here's, yeah. here's what the incidents were. Let's be honest. And if it were Joe Smith, okay, one was a basketball fight between a 22-year-old and a 17-year-old because one guy threw the ball at the other guy too hard, and then the other guy bowed up, and one guy bowed up, and then one guy got hit, and he had a knot on his head. That's, the, that's really the worst incident. Then the other one was some kind of a people yelling at each other in the, in the uh, in literally no physical altercation, just people yelling at each other and want someone to get their phone knocked out of their hand at, in, the, in, the, in the stands at a, at a high school game. Do you ever see that, Jeffrey? Ever, do you ever see anyone yelling at each other yes. in a high school stands at a high school game? Yes. And the other one is some crazy ass person going insane and muttering threatening things at a re- in a real estate establishment because whatever their onion rings here it was because the shoes weren't available retail establishment. retail establishment. But it could well have been a Burger King because the onion rings weren't crispy. Sure. And those are the things we want our member like literally like if you. You get shot at on the highway today, and they're like, well, did he hit you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, are you sure? Right, yeah, right, yeah. And so we, we, we want to deploy, like, a, a, a legion of police. To you make, don't know if it was a blank. The only reason they would have done it is if it was because it was Ja Morant. And so they're like, well, he can't give Ja Morant special treatment. But if you, if, if you t- t- take your whatever you're – your local basket, outdoor basketball court, and there's a fracas, and the 22-year-old hits the 17-year-old, and the 17-year-old has a knot on his head. And by the way, everybody else on the court, except for the 17-year-old's mother, says that, that, that it didn't happen the way the 17-year-old said. Mm-hmm. And the 17-year-old's story changed. And, the 17, and do you think the, the DA is going to be, well, I'm going to stand by the 17-year-old with a knot on his head, and I'm, gonna, I'm not even saying it didn't happen. I think it probably did happen the way the 17-year-old said. If you look at the the Alex Lomax exchange with Ja and Devontae Pack, Alex Lomax texted and uh, Instagrammed him and said, "Why basically why did y'all beat up my cousin?" And the answer wasn't, "What do you mean? Why did we beat him up? He attacked us. It was self defense." Mm-hmm. No, the answer was, "Don't disrespect me, bro." Yeah. Basically, right? So I do believe that Ja was out of line in every one of these incidences, appallingly so, embarrassing behavior, disgusting even. But do I think that any other Memphian would have been in jail for any of these things? Or that do I want the cops in this crime-ravaged, spending valuable resources investigating basketball fights? 100% no. Is that a, is that me, is, is, that, a, is that a homer take, Jeffrey? No, because I said the same thing yesterday. The Post was trying to present a narrative of, somehow, like, law enforcement's, like, involvement. You know what I mean? Like, that there was... And, and, and they did, they did, in a sense, treat... Like, you could tell in the, in the, in the, in the camera, in the, in the body cam, when they heard it was John Morant, they're like, whoa, John Morant? That John Morant? Yes. And so, of course, they took note of that, and... Right, don't we want that? But we, but, but, we, like you and, have to be, maybe, if maybe it's the, high profile, you have to be careful. There, but I don't like the, the, Donald Trump was treated differently. That's when what he I'm was, saying. Uh, uh, Donald yeah. Trump was he, he didn't get a mugshot. Like, right? I hate to say this. This is not exactly so. If the if the if John Morant had 
had, you know, put someone in the ER for two weeks and was getting off because he's John Morant, I would say miscarriage of justice. Yeah, I you also... got to prosecute him like he's anybody else. It was a basketball fight. I was also saying this yesterday to Mark. We got to come up with some standard of quote unquote beating up, because like, that was the thing. He beat up a teenager. It's like the guy had a a welt on his head. Like I don't know if that's like uh, it's kind of hey, we don't know. He said he got multiple punch, punch multiple times. He, what do you do with this, by the way? All right. Because the Daily Memphian, now that we know the kid's name, we know the kid's mother's name. Okay? And we have learned that Micah Holloway has frequently been involved in litigation. Yes. Uh, multiple bankruptcies, including one a week before, less than a week before this John Morant incident. But then, here's the two. Sued the Memphis Shelby County Schools for $20 million said her daughter had been involved, does this sound familiar? Daughter had been involved in a fight on a school bus after being bullied and was assaulted by two twin boys. She filed a $20 million lawsuit for not addressing bullying, the bus system for not con- contacting authorities, and Memphis police for not following up. That's a miniature of this yeah. same thing, right? And that was dismissed. Seems to be a pattern. It was dismissed. And the second one was against the Memphis Fire Department, claimed that a firefighter sexually harassed her when fire department officers arrived on the scene saying one officer stroked her ring finger and made comments asking her about her marital status. That was a $5 million lawsuit that was also dismissed. What do you do with that? Like, I don't want to like, in the, it, just because two Previous lawsuits didn't go anywhere. Doesn't mean this lawsuit won't go anywhere. But you have to note that it is a pattern, don't you? Yes. Like the reason why I also think Busby's Busby's story was He's the most credible because he's not suing. Right. And it his story also didn't feel orchestrated. It was like his recounting. And the post was very clear. Well, and they didn't seek him out either. Like, Correct. I mean, he didn't he just seek picked the up post his out. Phone. Yeah, he just picked up his phone. Correct. But the other one, like, I'm sorry, whether or not it, it is or isn't, it feels like a shakedown. <sighs> anyway, um, you hope that nothing else is there. You hope nothing else comes out. You hope that Jai has learned his lesson. You hope that he acts more decently. As I said in my column, that's, I'm finally going to put it up. You can read it. Uh, later on this morning uh, over at the Daily Memphian. I think it would be good if he would reach out to that kid at the finish line and pay the rest of his college expenses. That's, that, that was what I said yesterday. Yeah. That's what he should do. 100%. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, wind down Wednesday. Bounty on Broad. If all of this gets a little bit too much for you, uh, and I understand that. They've, they have a new uh, – Bounty on Broad has a new chef, by the way. I'm told he's fantastic, and I'm told that by Jennifer Biggs, who's a food writer, so she would know. Uh, so, uh, if you've been a long time, uh, uh, person who's gone to Bounty on Broad, uh, you should go back and, uh, and check it out because there is a new chef and he's gradually tweaking the menu. I'm going to place a personal request to leave the fried oysters, to leave the pork shank, two of my absolute favorites, to leave those Brussels sprouts, Jeffrey. Um, but on Wednesday, these days, they're having wine down Wednesday, which means half price bottles of wine and half-priced glasses of wine. So you can just saunter in there, sit at the beautiful bar. It's a gorgeous restaurant right on Broad Avenue. And uh, get yourself a bottle of wine, get yourself those oysters, and have yourself a time of it. It is a bounty on Broad. 410-8131-410-8131-2519, Broad Avenue. Back with Jason Smith coming up next, then Chris Harrington. It is the Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Morant and Conchar back to Morant. Into the lane. Hangs. 360 lamp is missed. But he gets it back and sticks it up and in. John Morant had it blocked, got it back, 
Puts it off the glass and in. Grizzlies lead by one. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll pregame for it all day on 92.9. Grizzlies Network pregame at 6.30. And then the tip at 7 o'clock with Eric Hasseltine. Live on 92.9. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. Found the roof leak. Where? See those shingles? What do we do now? I pity the fool. You need the A-team. What? A-Team Roofing in Collierville, one of only two diamond contractors in the Mid-South. They're a licensed general contractor, but also a licensed insurance adjuster. When it comes to insurance approval, the decision really is in the details. Well, yeah. Get your roof done right. Call the A-Team, 901-605-ROOF. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. You okay? I'm A-OK. A-TeamRoofers.com. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. And they may be able to help your business, too. There's no upfront charge, either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. So don't let this opportunity pass you by. Because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Baseball is back, and you know what that means. So are no-hitters, grand slams, double plays, and more, and there is no better place to get in on all the Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Just go to FanDuel.com, slash Fuller, sign up, place your very first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. It's that easy. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. All you have to do, go to FanDuel.com slash Fuller to sign up. FanDuel.com slash F-U-L-L-E-R. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 21 plus and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Some people don't do well under pressure. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we do it best. Whether you're spraying down the shop or getting the winter grime off your house, a Northern Tool pressure washer says you're serious about spring cleaning. From an all-electric power horse to a Honda-powered North Star, we'll help you build your perfect cold or hot water package with all the chemicals, attachments, and everything you need for the job ahead. Northern Tool and Equipment. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Springfest Savings is here at Lowe's. Don't miss out on the best deals of the season, like three free bags of miracle Grow garden soil when you buy three. Plus, save on other items like select laundry pairs. Get an additional $100 off select laundry pairs when you spend $1,296 or more. Head to your local Lowe's or visit Lowe's.com to shop Springfest Savings today. Vow the 412. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Yeah, like the movie! 
At the United States Postal Service, we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving. With new shipping options to deliver better value, greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers, more confident shipping with new informed delivery features, and new electric vehicles for a cleaner, brighter future. Fast, reliable, perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash moving forward. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bedsheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi. Yeah. In the meantime, can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place? Sorry, baby. Date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet and Xfinity mobile for just $50 a month for two years during our Xfinity 10G network launch celebration. Now through April 23rd. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary. Cool all evenings have finally arrived. Is your furnace ready? With a simple phone call to Landmark Heating and Air, you can ensure your home comfort system is operating at peak efficiency. Our central heating system tune-up ensures your furnace is operating safely and efficiently and reduces the likelihood of a breakdown so you can enjoy worry-free comfort all season long. And for every tune-up scheduled in October, we'll donate $10 to the Mid-South Food Bank. Schedule your tune-up today at 365-4260 or visit us at LandmarkHeatingAndAir.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back on the Jeff Cockett Show, joined now by Jason Smith. Jason, John, every single day from 11 until 2, one of my favorite ways to spend time, just driving around, listening to Jason John, chop it up about all sorts of things. Do not miss it. He joins me now, and I'm going to ask him that very difficult question. What do you eat on Easter, uh, Jason? A little bit of, a little bit of, Carrot cake, a little bit of uh, ham. We do quite a bit of the pig. And um, I don't know, potato salad, uh, deviled eggs, you know, the, along that those lines. That sounds good. So, Jeffrey, we, we Jeffrey, go pretty light. We Jeff, go pretty light. Jeffrey made the point that we were talking about traditional Easter food, and we mm-hmm. agreed ham. We agreed. Okay. We thought ham. We thought deviled eggs. Uh, and then Jeffrey, actually it was Aaliyah, who texted in to say, don't forget carrot cake. And it makes sense, carrot, bunny, whatever else. I'd actually never thought of that or heard of that. Carrot cake so is, is part of your tradition? Go ahead. It's funny because uh, I was listening to you guys, and my, so my, I had you on the stream. My wife, uh, who was off today for Good Friday as a, as a teacher, mm-hmm. was listening as well. And when you guys got into that, first thing she blurted out was, well, they're leaving out <laughs> carrot cake. And so, so to hear that it was Jeffrey's wife, oh. Aaliyah, that put that in. I said, there you go, babe. I said, great minds think alike. You guys, you know, that's uh, why we have you. That's why we have you to complete us. That's, that's why exactly we, right. we have you lovely women. So uh, Jeffrey's obviously got a good one and she knows her stuff as does my wife. Okay. How long will you spend in church? Um, well, again, for us, it's, it's a, it's a zoom deal. We oh, now you're we still in, yeah. you're still zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still doing that because we don't actually have a, a building, building. Uh, our church. Now, now I will say that, that this week spent to, to kick off Holy Week, we spent Palm Sunday in a North Memphis church uh, getting Chris baptized. And so That's we spent fantastic. a good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that service, as great as it was, and the, the praise team that they've got over there at Morningstar in North Memphis was fantastic. It was three hours. And so I, 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 I feel like I feel, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I've given this week Holy in terms of that smokes. that in in God's house time. I've given that, and and yes, we will still do our 
our our church's uh, Zoom meeting this weekend. But no, I won't. I won't have to be locked in. I don't plan to be locked into a. Yeah, service went. You can't yeah, man, really listen. If it's your kid who's man. getting baptized, you're not allowed to slip out the back. You know, man, and when and when Pastor Claiborne went into announcements at the end, and we were all, I mean, we were all worn out already, and the announcements just kept going. But folks know that. Folks know that about us. You know, uh, and many churches oh. will go long, but but if you if you know uh if you know some black churches, man, they will they will keep you in there all afternoon. So I was uh, we were running up out of there. I say that, but in I. In in all uh, in, in all honesty, man, they they were so open. I, I talked about it with John on our show. They were they were so open. They they had the pool, Jeff. See, we didn't, you know, the, yeah. the the relationship that pastor had a relationship with my pastor, and they've got that baptism pool that we used for Chris and four others, and it was awesome. And uh, just appreciate them opening up uh, the doors of their church to us. Is it your tradition, by the way, that you get baptized? I mean, how old is Chris now? He is nine. Okay, so. For, for my kids, they're baptized when they're infants, and they don't remember any of it. And they get the little water. A little water is splashed on their head, and then the minister holds them and walks them down the aisle and says, well, here's your church family. And then when they turn whatever, I mean, it's 12, it's middle school, then they do confirmation where they're old enough and they, they make their own uh, commitment and their own uh, ex- exploration and evaluation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then on their own, they're confirmed. Was Chris baptized as an infant, or is this how you like you 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 you're baptized at? Is this typical nine? So so for us, he was christened as an infant, and then baptism is a deal see, at least for deal. us where it's when you can understand and ask essential and answer essentially right. three questions. It's it, it's essentially the same thing as you, but but it's do you believe in Jesus Christ? You you believe that He died on the cross for your sins? Like when you were of age to at least understand that to a point where. You know, you say yes, uh, and and you want to see. That's the other thing is that you that there has to be an understanding. And so we we did have one in our you know our little our youth our youth Bible study that you know had been baptized earlier, but but she brought out in our youth Bible study. But I don't think I understood what it meant then because we were talking about the three questions, and she asked, "Can, can I be baptized again?" And we we said absolutely because it's about understanding it to the point. So for Chris. Rather than putting a certain age on it, any kind of right. age on it, we said when he understands and when he wants to step forward, and he and he did, and we were we were so proud of him. And and, and like I said, the four other boys that that decided to, uh, to 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 give their lives to Christ, their souls to Christ, it was awesome. It was awesome. It just I don't, I don't know, Jeff. It just gives them another, you know, something to fall back on that relationship with God in, in a time where you know where the world just seems to be get, being a tougher and tougher place to to walk. Um, I don't know if I, how I should say happy anniversary here, um, but it has been called to my attention that it was 15 years ago that Mario Helmer, Mario Chalmers hit that shot. (laughs) 15 years ago today, time flies. Were you, where were you then? Were you, what were, what was your role at the CA 15 years ago? So that would have been still in prep, still covering prep. prep Yeah. I I had a uh, gathering at, at the house. So I didn't. I wasn't one of the guys. Obviously, sitting down. That we were. You remember, we were all hands on deck with Cal left. Like we used every reporter we had right. in the building, preps guys, everything else. But for that, no, I got to. I got to sit and watch it and be sick at the house and more so watch my friend uh, T Shane, who I'd grown up with, and was. I'll be honest with you, was more. He he bled blue certainly more than I did at that point. I mean, I and uh, to watch him, you know, literally, I've told the story before. His his skin color changed, like to, he turned he turned a literal shade of green, and I will never forget it. And anytime we're still together now in our our forties, we talk about it. Like, you know, somebody Jarvis the other day was telling me, and, and I bring him up because I, I, I it's something I thought about deeply after he said, you know, sometimes we as Memphis sports fans we get spoiled, whether that's wanting the Tigers to be at a certain place or now with the Grizzlies. And we think they should be making a run through the playoffs. And maybe even some of us thinking they're ready to win a title. He, he, he called us. And I think we are at some point spoiled, but I wonder too, if, uh, if there's a better, even better description of maybe two things can be true because we're also starved. Like what we've been through in terms of a city with our sports moments and no, we're not spoiled. God, I mean, we're not spoiled. We're, well, we're, I hate to say I, it, we're I, not. I, 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 I just thought about it, and, and maybe at times, and, and, and Lord knows we apply it to the Cal era, right, looking at Memphis all the time. But I do think we are more starved 
as a sports city that we are spoiled. And I do think it is our time, man, to finally, you know, whether it's the Grizzlies here in the next couple of years or, you know, Tigers to get back another deep run, whatever it is, like we, that we're starved for, for some, for some sports glory. And so, um, I'm hoping it comes soon, man. You know, I'm hoping it comes soon. I I do agree with Jarvis in that, I mean, I didn't hear. We've this been partic- through some tough times. I didn't hear yeah. this particular call, but I, I, I do agree that that people always want more, and that's not always reasonable. And uh, that I also agree this fundamentally that the that the joy of sports and all you are promised as a sports fan is the dailiness of being competitive and that feeling of being in the hunt and caring and no matter how it turns out, right? So whether you're Purdue this year or whether you're whatever happens to the Grizzlies, um, the joy is going to that arena every night and picking up, you know, the, 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 the the TV remote and having Pete and whatever on. And that's it. Now, having said that, you would think that as a city, you should maybe get a championship once, you know, like, and I don't think you can be, in a macro way, I don't think you can say Memphis is, as a sports town, spoiled because they got a Cotton Bowl once where they got where they lost, and because they got basketball, which is meaningful, but has never college basketball, and has been wonderful in in spurts, but has never given them a championship. Yeah. And an NBA, t- I just don't know. Yes, I don't think we're spoiled. Yeah, you would agree with me. You would lean more. You know, it, it's our time. More frankly. towards stuff. We're, it's yeah. Over, over. It's we're long overdue for for, for having the. It's, I mean, in a nutshell, it's it's seeing what happened in the last five seconds of that game against the Pelicans. Yes, a regular season game, but the guy got the Bane thing. It worked. And then what? It, you, you, I tell my son, there's no way they're losing this game in overtime, Chris. Not when you've had that kind of dramatic finish. Uh, yeah. It worked. Yeah. And then they yeah, ten zero straight Pelicans. Yeah. Well, it's Memphis sports luck. There you go. Um. And then finally, I'm not going to go into the Joss stuff extensively, except to say that wasn't it cool to see in all of what we learned yesterday, and you're the one who really mm-hmm. pointed this out to me in the hallway, yet, that like the upstander here, that's what you'd call him, and the upstander, the upstander here was Alex Lomax, who stood up to Ja and Devontae Pack and said, you don't beat up a guy like that. Like that's, mm-hmm. it, 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 isn't it like he didn't, bow down to the superstar like he just said no that's wrong no man i, I thought it was perfect listen the first i you reading that story is the first i got to it so when you got to the lomax part it struck me that alex lomax is essentially telling ja what the grizzlies i'm sure have told him in some form or another but what what he's needed to hear what the grizzlies the memphis police uh whoever right that is you don't move like that. And that's whether it's at the – I mean, frankly, it's whether it's at his backyard with, the, with, with Joshua Holloway, whether it's at the finish line, whether it's at Houston High School. The bottom line, literally the lesson for Jai in all of this, in, in pushing live on the Instagram, is, dude, real geez, you don't you don't move like this. And so it's, you know, to, to hear it coming from Alex Lomax, who, you know, if you're Alex Lomax, having a relationship with John Morant can be super beneficial. What are you talking about? You were – Heck, as far as we can tell, I mean, you know, you, you knew about this immediately because Joshua was your cousin. You know, you're, you're involved with that group of Memphis hoopers. Like, those two have been around and hooped together and everything else. I've seen them uh, hoop together in pickup games. And so there, there's, a, there's a benefit to having a good relationship with John Morant. Alex doesn't care. He just shot him straight. And, frankly, it's, it's, it's you know, and, again, I'm not, I'm not going to say the Grizzlies haven't done that. But clearly, John Moran has been needed to, to, to be shot straight. And the other point of it, and I've continued to make this point, is you had to get John to a point where he was listening and willing to, 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 to receive that. And maybe now, as public as this has gotten, and as much damage as, as it's done to his image, you know, he, he's receiving it. I'm hopeful that, that he is. I mean, that's the bottom line. Alo told him the best advice. You can't the move like fight. that. You it's, cannot it's, move like yeah, this. It's, it the, was the, the best. The stars don't move like this, man. That's the bottom line. It was the best. Uh, Jason, I'll be listening. Thanks very much, man. Enjoy the yes, carrot sir, cake. Yeah. Uh, carrot cake. Does it need to be shaped like a bunny? Uh, probably not. I mean, you're going to be serving it anyway. You're cutting, you know, you're cutting it up. I suppose that's right. Do you like a carrot cake? I'm not a carrot cake guy. Do you like any cake? 
Yeah, I enjoy cake. But... What kind of cake right now? You give me a slice of cake. What would you like? Chocolate, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. The, at Bog and Barley, literally the best thing I ate the other day at Bog and Barley, and I do recommend, it's a place, I'm, they, I, don't, I don't do lives for them. I'm just like, I'm just talking about it because it was great. Just to go to see how beautiful it is. Just to go to see how beautiful it is and then sit down. Oh, it's open today. You get a Guinness. It's the first day open today. You get a, you go there for lunch. Get the fish and chips I thought were really good. Get a Guinness or uh, the chocolate Guinness cake was, and I'm not a cake guy, uh, was absolutely incredible. All right. In the uh, uh, next, we got Chris Harrington coming up. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies and more. And then we haven't gotten into the Masters. Brooks Kepka. This is not uh, a fluke, Jeffrey. No, this is not. He won his last live event. He's 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 healthy now. And what is 